0: друзья! Как дела? My name is Fedor and welcome back to Be Fluent in Russian podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about my journey from beginner to fluent in English and how I did it, how long it took me. Because a lot of the times people ask me, you know, about my personal journey because I'm a teacher. I, I teach Russian and a lot of things that I teach about, in fact, a lot of lessons, a lot of Um, you know approach to to teaching I got it from learning English and seeing what worked for me I want to replicate that and to teach Russian, you know students that as well. Let me move this mic a little bit further away Kind of too close to me and the teachings that we spread I was okay Let me find my approach to teaching teaching Russian and then I I went on YouTube to look at other channels and to see how they're doing it Doing it. I was like, no, this is not the way to do it And then the more I started discovering different channels different courses different books I was like, no, this is not the way to go about Russian A lot of people seem to teach Russian as if they're teaching teaching a Russian person like they'll give examples or they'll explain grammar things through Other concepts in Russian that a learner may not even know and also a great influence on my teaching was my now wife then girlfriend you know, she was teaching right she was learning Russian and uh, I would explain something in, in one way and she would look at me stare me in the eyes with you know Blank face with I don't understand what you're saying And then I had to redo it or I had to find common language with her and like and that's how I developed my overall approach to teaching but Today is not a lesson for, uh, about that, but it's a, lesson, a podcast about that, but it's a podcast about my own journey and how I went from beginner, just starting out in English, to being fluent in English. Exact step-by-step process. And I'll also talk about mistakes that I've made along the way, so you guys can avoid them. And if you are doing something that I consider a mistake, you can change your approach and just, you know, learn much faster. So I started learning English before school. I started learning English when I was five. We had this like a preschool um, English School which in actuality later. I found out that it's just pretty much same exact teacher that taught at school just doing extracurricular stuff for extra money, but pretty much the Content of the teachings was the same as in school. So they're just like pretty much charging extra curricular money for pretty much nothing If you if you think about it, so That was my first year of of learning English then of course um, First grade we don't have a foreign language second grade I think that's when we start so I had one year before school one year of a break and then I started from the second year Second grade all the way to the 11th grade in Russia. We only have 11 grades before we go on to the university. And um, so I was learning, you know, English from second grade all the way to 11th when I was in school. I would say that until the ninth grade, I didn't make much progress. So think about it. I was five, that was one year, first grade, second grade, third. So 10 years total, actually, nine years total, I was learning English without that much progress because in the schools, all we have is. A textbook, we open it up and th- then we read all, all kinds of grammar stuff. Yes, we listen to audios, but it wouldn't be an intensive kind of task. We would do it maybe two hours, two classes a week without that much of practice, without that much of like practical stuff and things that we would truly need to speak to a person. So I would say that all those nine years in school, it's pretty much wasted time because also I had other students, other classmates that were also in the same class with me, and now they don't speak English at all. They understand a few words like love, go, I, like. Maybe that that's the extent of it, because it's just simply not enough of knowledge. In the ninth grade, I, if we were to go back to my level, I could probably make a short text with a whole bunch of mistakes, you know, a short one, maybe speak about I want, to eat, I want food. I went store things like that with the thick accent in Russian as well after ninth grade. I Decided that I wanted to go to the States to study and because I just didn't like the schooling system in uh, In Russia when it comes to universities I realized that if I were to go to a school in Russia I would have to be in school for the whole four years not do anything extra because just just simply heavy studying and things like that and then I heard from one of my tennis You know friends that they their friend went to the states and and they described their experience and I was like You know what? That sounds about right. I want to do that So in the ninth grade I hired a private tutor to teach me English because I already had a little bit of a foundation in grammar a little bit of foundation in vocabulary very very minor uh, when I went to study with him he would only speak to me in English only switch to Russian for examples, or maybe to translate something when English was not enough. So me and him would speak English back and forth, and that I think was the first thing that broke the barrier for me uh, in learning English, because I had to use English with him for me to communicate with him. Even about, you know, like everyday things, i would ask him where the restroom was in the school, like all, all that stuff, not just the, within the lesson, but also outside of it too, we only spoke English. Which was, which I, you know, clearly from the way we teach on YouTube, I don't think that that's the best way to do it across the board. I think it's a good way for when uh, we practice something. I think that still we should use our native language to explain things, but then whenever we switch to talking, yes, that's when uh, you need to use use your Russian and use the language that you're learning in a conversation. But maybe it was great because... I didn't have anyone else to speak to at that time because you know the internet was not that developed yet. There were not as many language exchange apps and things like that. I think that uh, in today's day and age, we don't have to do that as much because we have more opportunity to speak uh, you know, Russian and English to other people, foreign languages to other people. So I started learning with him. And still, even though we spoke a lot of English to each other, we still our main areas of study was focused on grammar and focused on avoiding mistakes and and not making a lot of mistakes i think if all that time that we were speaking to each other we would just speak and learn vocabulary and learn new words that would be much better time spent however i think the approach when i was in school and approach when i was with him with him is a bit off because i would only learn english when i would be face to face with the teacher you know, when you're a teacher, a lot of language learning happens behind the scenes. A lot of language learning happens when you just by yourself, just, you know, doing the words, studying vocabulary, flipping through flashcards, time and time and time again, to memorize words. Or using different apps for words. Because languages, in my opinion, is like 70% vocabulary. All the rest, speaking, and listening, and grammar, is 30% combined. So... A lot of language learning happens behind the scenes just by yourself. Repetition, repetition, repetition. But because I studied face-to-face with a the teacher, they were forced to do something for the whole hour that we were together. So if you're a teacher and your student only learns like three, hour, three hours within a week, you have to look good as a teacher in front of that student and do something productive, productive, quote-unquote, with, with the... With a student but if he would just give me 15 minutes of grammar and said okay 45 minutes go ahead and study vocabulary flip through flashcards i'll be sitting here waiting for you that would be the right approach in my opinion in my opinion when it comes to teaching languages that would be the right approach to learning would that be the right approach for teaching can a tutor be paid an hour rate for just 15 minutes of work that's questionable And that's why partially we are doing the the online classes where a person can study with the materials, like act like a teacher, but then all the rest of the time he spends with vocabulary. And that's what we we want to get to eventually with our platforms, with RB Fluent Camps and things like that too. And um, so that's, I guess, besides the point, I'm I'm getting off the story a little bit. Then um, maybe a year and a half in, We were studying 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 and then maybe after seven months i've realized that you know what this past half a year of us learning together with the teacher we're not getting anywhere i'm not getting much better in english i cannot communicate much better i've hit a plateau i don't think there's anything else that i need to learn from him Also, within about the same time, I went to Vancouver for me to practice English and for me to learn English firsthand. And similar thing happened in the the, uh, Vancouver English School. We also learned a lot of grammar. We also did a lot of just extra stuff that is not important. I didn't have as much of uh, exposure to speaking English on the street because I didn't have to do that. I would just buy stuff at a supermarket and stuff. So I didn't have to, you know talk to people as much. However, I got a good cultural, uh, you know, lesson, I guess. And I learned a lot when it comes to the culture of of Northern America, very similar to American culture. And uh, that I think was the best one for me out of that experience. Then I graduated from high school and I went to the U.S. to study, to go to university. Now, this is where it gets really educational for me when it comes to learning languages. I went to New York, I I was studying at Hampton University, Hampton is in Virginia. For me to get to, um, you know, for me to get to Hampton, I had to fly into New York first. Now in New York, this event happened. I had to catch a bus to go to Virginia and I couldn't find the bus station. I looked everywhere, I seemed to have the address right here on on my phone, on uh, a piece of paper as well. And I'm right here. It looks like I'm standing in the right place, but there's no bus station. Only later d- did I learn that bus just simply came into the corner of the street, picked people up, and then they went. But I asked maybe 10 people total, where is this bus station? And they would explain certain things to me, but I would understand maybe like 10%. And there I was. I've been learning English since I was five. And at that moment, I was 17, 12 years of learning English with a coach, with a private tutor, all of that. And I cannot understand an American person explaining basic things like directions to me. What was I doing all these years? And that's when it hit me that something was really off. And then I got into university with a lot of trouble, with a lot of you know mistakes. People were there. I spoke uh, bad English, but because I had a tennis team to help me out, there were also a lot of foreigners on the team from Spain, from uh, Other countries, f- I guess from uh, from UK, but that doesn't really count because they speak good English So I had other other people that are who were there to help me out if I didn't understand something They would do things for me. So that really helped and then when I got there uh, for like half a year, I would say I was struggling with the language I would understand what they were saying, because there was a lot of fast things, and people were talking simply fast to me, and uh, things like that. And then, something happened. I went to a bar, and we had a few beers. After I had maybe two beers, we were speaking about music, we were speaking about movies, I was talking about my point of view so smoothly and so freely, they understood me, I understood them, we had a great, great vibe. I was like, oh my gosh, what's going on? I can speak super well. The next morning, I woke up, went to my you know, friends gathering at a cafeteria. And there I was again. I was freezing up. I couldn't speak. I was mumbling words. I was not understanding what they were saying. And then I realized, why could I speak great English at a bar? And not the next day when I was sober in front of the same exact people that I went to the bar with. That was all in my mental. I was just simply in my head way too much. Relax. Say whatever comes to mind first. As if you were drunk. You don't really filter words you're saying. You say whatever you want. Without thinking about grammar. Without thinking about all of that. Just simply start speaking. That's when I've changed my perspective. And I've changed my attitude toward it. And I relaxed. And that's when my progress started going up. And up and up and up and up from that point on I was not afraid to ask questions I was not afraid to raise my hand in the classroom I was not afraid to come to a teacher and speak and they understood that I was a learner that I didn't have my fluency level just yet all of that and that's how I started growing within you know my my English That was the huge mindset shift for me. That's why we teach, you know, Russian with a smile on our faces without this serious look about how to make proper sentences and this grammar rule and all of that. It just simply doesn't work for me. And I know it won't work for you. Well, for some of you, it might work who likes the structure most. But I found that people likes people like relaxed situations or relaxed states where it doesn't matter if you make a mistake. Because if you feel the pressure of, you know, just mentally feeling the pressure, psychologically, you're doubling on the pressure of the language itself, of not being able to communicate well just yet. You are multiplying that pressure. And I have a friend who is also in the same school with me, same year, all of that. By the time we graduated, they didn't have as much of a, a change in their English because of that mindset. Their mindset hasn't changed. They just simply relax and let go. And also, while I was in school, you know, for the first year, I think I was just like a sponge. I've realized that a lot of things that I've learned in school, for example, we were drilling grammar. In English, there is 12 tenses. Present, present simple, I do. Present continuous, I am doing. Present perfect, I have done. Present perfect continuous, I had, I have been doing. Same for the past, I did, I was doing, I had done, I had been doing. Same for the future, I will do, I will be doing, I will. I will have done, I will have been doing, all of those 12 tenses, we were drilling them. We had a text, and you could get this wrong, okay? It's either I did homework, or I have done homework, right? Which one do you choose? Hmm, I don't know. And then we were drilling that. When I got into the States, I realized that everybody is using is using the simplest way possible Instead of saying I had been doing homework for five hours. They would say I was doing homework for five hours I had been doing versus I was doing in Russia they would mark it as wrong if you said I was doing something when it was supposed to be I had been doing something nobody explained to us that you just choose the simplest way possible and everybody will still understand in fact, when I got into the States, my grammar could have been better than a lot of natives that were there. However, could I communicate as well as they did? No. Could I talk about the same amount of you know, topics that they could? No. So all that grammar that I had, out the window. It doesn't matter because it has almost no impact on how much you can communicate because I couldn't. I couldn't find the bus station with all that grammar knowledge. And then I became like a sponge. I realized that I just simply have to copy the way native natives speak. The words they use, the tone they use, how fast they talk. And I just started mimicking that. Mimicking, copying, copying, copying. If I said a word for T as T and they, and they said T, I would copy their T instead of mine. T, I'm just giving a, an example here, right? I would just simply forget about the way I pronounce words. Copy theirs. Forget about the phrases that I use. Use their phrases. Use their communication, how they communicate, and use that myself. I became a sponge, and after the first year, I think I had almost no problem whatsoever anywhere else. And I would say that after my first year, then second, third, fourth, fifth year of of my school, my English was getting a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. Maybe mostly when it comes to the speed of speech, and understanding, you know, by listening, maybe a little bit of uh, pronunciation too. Maybe if you watch my earlier videos, you will see the different accent and stuff, but it won't be that that bad. You still could un- understand me pretty well there too. So it was all within that first year of the mindset change of, be- of becoming a sponge. And now that's pretty much where I am now. You know, I'm, I'm still learning English. I'm learning it as I speak. Of course, I do zero... Actual work with English. I mostly learn words by discovering them in different shows talking to people listening to music all of that So my, my learning is still continuing because I'm not of course a native speaker and even in even in Russian actually I'm still learn, learning new words I'm still learning how to do how to pronounce certain words better and things like that So the learning never stops if you continue to communicate with others you read books and all of that And now let's get into the mistakes that I've made Mistakes that my teachers have made and things like that that you if you're making them right now You have to fix it and then your progress will be just like mine when I had that mindset change like this first mistake Don't overthink it Yes, you're making mistakes. Yes, you are imperfect. Yes, you don't know all the words Don't overthink it. Just start using your Russian now The 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 best thing you can do for yourself is to start communicating now so you can discover your shortfalls. If I had been talking to real people before coming to the States, I would probably find that bus station much faster. I would probably understand it much better. It, I was in a time of crisis, and in that crisis, I didn't have the tools to solve or to resolve the crisis because I didn't do the proper work before. Don't overthink it. Just get into it. Start speaking now. Reach out to natives. Don't be afraid Because I understand that you want to say oh, I'm not there yet. I have to study a little bit more. You can never be Good enough for communication. You will always be bad. You will always be imperfect If you compare the way I speak to the way, the way my, my wife speaks, of course, she speaks much better than me and That doesn't stop me from communicating and that didn't stop me when I was in school still learning. So Get into the communication now. Don't overthink it. It's not that hard. You just simply need to make mistakes. And that's how you're going to get forward. With each mistake, you make it, you fix it. You make it, you fix it. You make it, you fix it. Okay? Don't wait until you are in front of a person. Don't wait until you have to speak. Do it now when when you choose to speak. Okay, so don't overthink it Uh, make mistakes and fix those mistakes after you make them I think it's better to make a hundred mistakes and fix all hundred than not do enough work and make zero mistakes and fix zero mistakes Secondly, don't don't drown in grammar Grammar is only a tool that you use to put your words together. If you don't have enough words learn vocabulary first Thirdly relax relax Don't overthink it, it comes to the first point, but don't demand too much from yourself whenever you speak. Demand a lot from yourself when you study, but when you speak, just let it go. Let it go and just go with the flow. Go with it and then you will will make much, much more progress than that. And lastly, be a sponge. Learn from natives, learn how they do things, copy their pronunciation, copy their phrases, copy their vocabulary. And number five, advice, join our beefling camp where I can teach you that myself as well. Within the eight weeks of intensive, you will learn a lot. It's going to be in the description and I'll see you all there. And thank you for listening. I hope that this was helpful and I hope that you can take away something from this podcast. See you in the next one.